Hello, hello. Welcome to Cultural Anomalies. Welcome, everybody. My name is Emily. And I am Anna. And we are coming to you from two different sides of the world currently. One person in India and the other one in uh, the great state of Colorado. And um, woo-hoo. we, woohoo, yeehaw. Some people think it's a, co- uh, like a cowboy area, but there's well, not a lot of cowboys left. Well, yes, I think that's <laughs> I think that's the right statement. There isn't a lot of cowboys <gasps> left. Um, and I'm from India. Lots of cows and lots of boys, but no cowboys. Just saying. That's probably oh, inappropriate, that but so hey. True. No, anyway. that was good. I feel like we just like hit the okay. tagline for your life right now. Lots of cows, lots what? of boys, but no cowboys. Wow, no cowboys that's, that's for the Anna. tagline for no cowboys for Anna. That's true. That is. True. I don't know if it's the tagline of my life, but it could be a tagline. Oh, so, um, right. Both of us, two sides of the world. One's in India, the other's in Colorado. Yep. Anna's from India. You can't tell from her accent. Her accent is completely ambiguous. Right. It is. It is. It is. It is. You can never say where I'm from, which is awesome. Is it awesome? I don't know. It could be awesome. It is awesome. It's amazing. I love it. It is amazing. It It is amazing. (laughs) Um, It is amazing. So this is Cultural Anomaly and... Pretty much, we are two very curious people that like to talk about all sorts of things. Important things, really not important things. Um, And we just like to explore different topics and situations going on and would love to have you join us in that. Or do we want to be alone, Anna? Would we prefer to do it by ourselves? No! (laughs) I want to be heard! Apparently. (laughs) <laughs> no don't nobody wants to be lonely come on everybody anyway. wants no, somebody oh boy are we gonna just break out into song um, like true indian style love it love it <laughs> all right i was gonna break out into akon you know that lonely song i was totally gonna go there but oh yeah I had to contain myself there's a lot of songs about being lonely it's kind of sad. By myself. Yeah, so don't we just be. back to a brand new please. Dude, that's so I love Celine Dion. Listen. Celine Dion, she knows who she is. She has the soul of an angel. It made me so sad that her husband died this last year. Like irrationally Why? sad. That was like that was like me and Michael Jackson dying. Seriously. No, like literally when when Michael Jackson died, my friends were at You've never talked about him before this. I'm like, I know. I've been holding it in. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was depressed Isn't for it funny? days. It's funny how celebrities will do that to you. It's like after David Bowie died, I was like, "No, not David Bowie." And then I've never really listened to David Bowie other than like, you know, movie <laughs> soundtracks or random things like that but i was like oh a true artist has died so sad but that's what celebrities do to you you get attached to people that there's no reason for you to be attached to them at all yeah exactly yeah and then all of a sudden i wanted to defend michael jackson i was like what is going on with you like what is happening to you who are you who are you where's the girl i know anyway it was crazy okay so tell me what did renee do to you girl what did he do to you what did he do to your soul Um, well okay so here's my thing is like he and so okay first of all if anybody's ever seen a picture of this man they know that like he is he was like just this very average looking way older than her guy and her manager which is somewhat creepy because she started out kind of young um, as a really singer, young. and he was already married, yeah. yeah, with kids her age close to when he married her, yeah. So, 
But then I was like, I guess... So to me, I was just like, gosh, Celine has to be in love with this person. So then when he died, and then she has to sing My Heart Will Go On, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, like, her heart really does have to go on without Renee. And it's so sad. It, like, made me sob, like, again, irrationally crying. Although most of my crying is irrational, let's be honest. (laughs) All of all of our crying is irrational. That's what makes us women, man. Gotta embrace our womanhood. That's right. Or whatever. I don't know what womanhood is, but it's so true. It's like Robin Hood, womanhood. Oh gosh. Whatever. Yeah. Dude, that is the that is the question right now. Is what is femininity and what does it mean to be a woman? And what does it mean to be a feminist? Why do we complicate this crap so much? Sorry. Is it okay to say crap? I don't know. Pause. What? It's totally fine to say crap. Okay. So why do we complicate this crap so much? I mean, really? No, you go ahead. No, because I just feel that people just need to embrace. I mean, if you're a man, just embrace that, you know, and what that means or what a man comes with. And if you're a woman, embrace that and what that means and what we come with. I'm not saying I I have nothing against feminism and, you know, the questions we ask around that. Um, And I think it's valid because there's a lot of, whether we like to believe it or not, we see a lot of um, unfair, unfairness in the system, right? Uh, Whether it's, you know, Hollywood recently talking about a gender discrimination when it comes to getting paid. Why do men get paid more than women? I mean, that really is and should be a thing of the past because I don't think, um, you know, I don't think a man has more skill than a woman or a woman has more skill than a man. I mean, I really do believe that, you know, pay somebody what they're worth. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Pay pay somebody what they're (laughs) worth, you know? And I think it's also like an ongoing conversation, right? Even when you look at the workplace and I think corporate globally is getting a lot better with it, but uh, it's interesting that those conversations still need to be had. Um, because I do not think that, um, people as, are as aware as they should be on that, uh, subject. So, yeah. Yeah. Totally agree with you. Yeah. (coughs) Excuse my cough. Oh yeah. I should talk about that too. I'm sick. I, my voice doesn't normally sound this. What did you call it, Anna? Sexy. Sexy. Mm-hmm. I think you said it was I'm sexy, telling you. which is very nice of you to say. I mean, I'm um, just saying. But. <laughs> I, I have a feeling you planned it. Last week you are like, no, I'm going to make my throat scratchy because I want to sound all hot on that first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, then mission I successful. I guess so. Because here yeah, I am. Yeah, and then you're all like, dude, I'm drinking this turmeric milk that you taught me like all day and night. I'm like, yeah, sure you are. Whatever. So Anna um, introduced me to turmeric milk, um, which is amazing. I don't know if you're supposed to put as much like sugar in it as I do, but it is so great for like a sore throat and like clearing out the scent, like your sinuses and everything. And I've just been like, if I could have an IV of that in my arm right now, I would. Um but alas, yeah. There's only so much turmeric in my house right now. There you now. go. You need to make a trip to Trader Joe's. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. Oh my god. You know what you need to also Trader buy when Joe's. you're out at Trader Joe's? Love. You need to start buying palm sugar. Oh, palm sugar. Mm-hmm. It's. Tell me more. Well, palm sugar is just way more nutritious than white sugar, which is just crap. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. White sugar, white sugar, pretty much is crap. Like, I feel like out of all of the discoveries of the last century, the the one that has the biggest impact on our day to day life is like white sugar is like the number one addiction of the world right now. Like that you feel like you can't live without, but it's also the worst thing for you to be putting in your body right now. So, cheers to that. Hey. No, really. Palm sugar is amazing because it's got a lot of vitamins in it. It's got a lot of minerals in it. And um, 
just overall, it's it's really, really good for you. I mean, in India, I think my parents, when they were growing up, they their tea, coffee, every... I mean, they didn't even know that white sugar existed till a lot later. So they just did everything. It's called jaggery in India. But um, they, they did everything. You know, anything sweet-related came out of... Um, came out of palm sugar so check it out see what you think it's it's yeah it's really good it so it's called jaggery it's called jaggery in in india yes okay can i just say you guys name things so cool like that sounds like the newest dance craze to me like i'm gonna do the jaggery (laughs) like (laughs) let's all go out and do the jaggery jaggery. billy come do the Exactly. Like, it's like the jitterbug, only better. It sounds cooler. (laughs) Like, I just, I feel like in English, we don't name things as cool as other languages name things. But yeah, you know. Hey, 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 you got some pretty cool stuff out there. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, like what? Listen. (laughs) I knew that was coming and I'm like, think, think quick. Think quick. I know, Um... exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, you guys gave us... (laughs) (laughs) What did we give you? Pancakes. Like, what did we give... (laughs) French fries. You are welcome. You are welcome for the pancakes. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh california rolls which i think is an uh, absolute <laughs> anyway i don't even want to i don't even have a word to finish that sentence with but anyways um <laughs> there is no word for that seriously i'm like why would you do that to japanese food why but anyway it's all good oh it's gosh good. that's what we do to everybody's food are you kidding me we're like oh look at all these cool cultures and all these different foods like let's make this more american <laughs> aka let's add a bunch of sugar to it or add a bunch of fat to it or just stick it in a deep fryer hey. and put it on a combo meal listen like here you go ain't nothing wrong with a snicker double fried in dough oh my gosh (laughs) there's a few things wrong with it clogged arteries but anywho exactly yeah for one for one for sure and just like the just the debauchery of i don't know of food yeah just oh my gosh but listen every time i get to america america the first thing i do is get burger and fries it's pretty good yeah and not mcdonald's Ugh. not that kind of burger and fries but like an like a like a ted's burger and fries like an actual burger and fries you know what i mean right right you guys got um it so question Kem- mm-hmm. my husband was telling me he made us um uh hamburgers the other night yeah uh, which were amazing and he told me that he heard that other places in the world find hamburgers completely disgusting because it's like ground up meat all together and like you eat it with your hands or I don't even know so I was just wondering if you had if you had heard that or if you feel that way it's okay if you do that's disgusting we won't take a fit yeah no. dude first of all I'm Indian <laughs> We eat with our hands to begin with. So a part of me is like, oh, yay, who cares about these utensils? Yes, give me something I can use my hand and eat with. Uh, Like, you know, like that I can actually use my fingers um, to eat with. So it's no, it's not disgusting. Well, it's not disgusting for me. Well, and he didn't say like which cultures he just said that he heard that that like other. So it's probably like, I don't know, like the French or something like that, because they're always like, oh, you guys are so close over there yeah i mean have you had escargot i'm just saying all right (laughs) so true escargot is pretty good i think it's pretty good but you know i just feel that i don't know so this is what i really feel and i've always felt this and maybe it's because you know um maybe it's because i'm a third culture kid so it's all great and maybe that's why i have Mm. um i I don't know. I really appreciate other people, like especially food. I just feel that with all the amount of traveling I've done, one of the things that I really enjoy the most about getting to a different country is, whoa, let's just check out 
what have these people done with the specific food? You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's just, I think that's yeah. the cool part about it. And like, you know, when you go somewhere, for me, for sure, when I go to a place, I really want to eat it how they eat it, just so I understand what yeah. that experience is like authentically. Does that make sense? So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I feel the same way. Yeah. Um, so it's, I mean, so I'm going to tell you like a little thing and I think food is a great topic, uh, to use as a segue to go to where we need to, uh, for this podcast. Yeah. Um, so get us on track. track, That's right. Um, so, (laughs) so I was reading, uh, this book, uh, written by this Indian, um, nutritionist, um, and she was talking about how, Um, It is so important to employ all of our senses when we eat. So, you know, your tongue, Mm. your nose, your eyes, your ears, and your skin. Um, And and the beauty of doing that in Indian, uh, in the Indian, you know, way of eating Mm -hmm. is most of India, we use our fingers. Uh, There are parts of India where people use utensils, but most of India... You know, we just use our fingers and she's just all about, you know, use your eyes to watch the color of the food because our, our, you know, our plates are so colorful. Really, they are when once you've served all your food, Uh, you know, use your nose to smell that that aroma. Use your skin to feel the texture Mm -hmm. of the food through your fingers. Uh, Years to listen Mm -hmm. to the silence. She says, eat, eat in silence. And, you know, and your tongue, because it's actually tasting the different spices and, you know, all of that culinary goodness uh, that's going, you know, going down your throat, right? Or going down your right. mouth. So I'm just all for um, those experiences. So, yeah, long and short of it is I'm not disgusted at all by, you know, yeah, hamburgers. <laughs> I think it's amazing. Yeah. Hamburgers. Love it. Love, love. <laughs> so That's very nice of you. I'm glad you're not disgusted by, oh, by my culture. You're welcome. So segue to our little topic <laughs> yes. uh, was... so <laughs> Serious crap Serious time. crap time. That's right. Um, so seg- um, speaking of food... Um, yes. So I found out today while I was yeah. looking up some recipes... That there's a specific cake that they make um, in mm. Goa in India that's very oh. specific to Easter, and I think I'm gonna I, I think I'm gonna make it, and it's called the Goan Bath. I'm hope I hope I'm saying it right. The Goan Bath cake. Okay. Um, and it's made out of coconut and semolina. What? No, that actually sounds amazing, and I'm like, we should put your put the recipe that you found in the show yes. notes what because we have show yes notes. we do what up anywho um so yes <laughs> no totally and i i'm dying to make it because i'm like oh my, well i'm not dying but you know what i mean i can't wait to make it because it just sounds so interesting and i'm like yes i want to go figure out what other people do in this country and in other parts of the world for easter and Easter. And that's what we're going to talk about today. That's like our main. That's our main topic. I was going to say main crap, but yes, topic. Main, main serious, main serious crap. crap. And we totally, mm-hmm. it's so mm, serious. Very. It's really serious. Deeply serious. And <laughs> so, yeah, we have uh, just some fun. We have some fun facts about Easter. We have some historical facts about Easter and Easter is coming up right around the corner. So I think my first question, um, well, we could just start out with, like, how do we celebrate Easter? So, Anna, how do you celebrate Easter? What does Easter look like for you and for India? And, like, I, obviously India is a huge country, so I'm sure there are differences even between the different regions. Yeah, uh, there really are. So I'm just going to give you a quick idea of what it looks like. The region that I live in is the middle of Kerala. Uh, so the, the specific town that I live in, it's the predominantly Catholic. So they mm-hmm. get very, very serious about it. And it's actually kind of split up into four parts. 
uh, or four different periods. The first one is Lent, which is the 40 days of fasting and preparation for the resurrection of Christ. And then the second phase starts, which mm. is, you know, Holy Week, uh, Monty Thursday, Good Friday, Holy Saturday, and uh, Easter Sunday. So uh, that's kind of what it's like. And um, I gave Emily a little bit of a preview or a little bit of a yeah yeah a visual on what it was like because we had this huge procession. It was so cool. Yeah, it was this huge procession outside our house with uh, you know music and uh, people holding little candles and walking to the church. Uh, so it gets really it gets really festive. Sometimes I feel. Um, you know, like around Easter, when I get outside and I just see these little things happen, it just kind of reminds me of Christmas all over again in a weird way. Um, so yeah, so that's what it's kind of like. That's awesome. Is it, um, is it a serious, like, cause I know in the States, Christmas really kind of reigns supreme in the holiday department and yeah. Easter is also important, but it just doesn't nearly compare to the kind of chaos and festivities of Christmas. Is it the same where you are? Um, you mean during Easter? Yeah, like is Easter as big of a deal as Christmas? Um, so this is the thing about India. We're so diverse as a country. Um, and there's so many different festivals um, that I think we make a big deal out of everything. And um, honestly... You know, especially if you live in like an urban city, um, urban city, what is that? An oxymoron. Anyway, so if you live in a city, um, <laughs> you know, um, it doesn't matter. Like Diwali will come along, which is the festival of lights. And everybody's just into that, you know, like everybody will put out little lights and have parties and eat a ton of sweets and wonder why we're all diabetic at the end of it. Yeah. And, you know, it's yes it's all kinds of it's all kinds of see so yeah, it's all kinds of festivities and like recently we just celebrated holy which is literally you just take a bunch of color and throw it on people and then of course again there's eating and there's sweets and you know it's it's all centered around a lot of let's have fun and let's eat a lot of food and we have like several pockets right. of that throughout the year all right so the other <laughs> holiday that's happening around the same time around easter is this festival here called vishu which literally vishu. is the first of like it's the first of january or it's the first day of the calendar of the local calendar so oh. yeah so it's going to be pretty crazy because my little town is actually split uh half and half it's half catholic half or majority is half catholic half hindu so it, oh, it's wow. going to be pretty yeah it's going to be pretty pretty cool uh because it's going to be um you know, again, it's like a lot of food, it's a lot of parties, there's a lot of fireworks. Um, so the cool part is going to be the Christian side is going to be celebrating and the Hindu side is going to be celebrating. But a lot of times there's also, you know, people just mix it all up and everybody goes to everybody's parties. And so right. it's kind of fun. Again, a lot of food. That's nice. That's nice that it's not like I um, <laughs> always a lot of food. And that's nice that it's not like a competitive type thing or like a you know there's always sorts of little like how do you do different holidays and what's the proper way to do it especially when religion is involved so that's nice that like sounds like they get along yeah yeah i mean you know there is a there's always a lot of talk of unrest and uh, stuff like that. But I think for the mm. most part, and I think that's common everywhere, right? Like a lot of times people make a big yeah. deal about unrest, but it's in certain parts. I'm not denying it. It is in certain parts of the country, of course. But I think for the most part, people, right. yeah, people get along with each other and respect each other and, you know, their choices. What kind of, what kind of like... When you say unrest, what kind of unrest do you normally, like, what, what does that look like? Um, mostly around, sometimes, I mean, a lot of times it's around religious stuff. Um, mm -hmm. you know, it could be, I don't know, conversions or, um, mm. something somebody said, it could be a movie that 
you know, didn't sit well with a certain group, uh, so and and just stuff that goes out of proportion from there. Um, so yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a lot of. I think there's extremes in any context. So yeah, yeah. I, I, like I keep saying, middle ground. Got to find middle ground for life in general, <laughs> and that's how we can move that's ahead. So true. You know, there's always. I always feel like the most extremes are the ones that end up getting represented yes you know? always and i think the media just laps it up they're like oh yeah let's take it and let's go quick ray and i'm just at all right yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's let's kind of dig dig deeper and see what the real deal is or the real situation is yeah so it's pretty yeah. cool i wanted to kind of talk to you uh about you know how all over the bible they talk about unleavened bread um oh yeah so it's the, an interesting thing is during Easter in Kerala, um, so a couple of things that they do is, and I've actually had uh, this one time when I came home on vacation, uh, we actually did this. So you know how Jesus is, oh, cool. uh, Jesus washed his disciples' feet um, mm-hmm. leading up to, uh, you know, the crucifixion and the resurrection and all of that. We actually do that in churches here. So that's actually one of the things. Oh, that's so cool. It is. It's so cool. It's one of the things that we actually do during that carol, I mean, during the Easter week, uh, you know, to stress uh, the love for one another. Um, and it normally happens on Monty Thursday. It doesn't have to, but normally does. And on, the, mm-hmm. on Monty Thursday, the other thing that people do is they make this unleavened bread. And they also make this sauce, uh, which is made from coconut milk and jaggery, so palm sugar. Uh, and what they do is, you know, when they come back from church, they kind of... Um, and they kind of break that bread and dip it into that and eat it. And I actually ate that for the first time last year. It's called a cross cake. Really funny because cross. Oh yeah. Because they have a little cross on top of it. <laughs> so, it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome, awesome, awesome. So, yeah. I I was super kicked about it last year because I'm like, what is this? I have never done this before. This is amazing. So, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Anyway, so yeah. It sounds different than where we have like, I think we have this bread where it's like braided and then it has like sprinkle, it has like a bunch of sugar on top of it. Essentially, it's like a, like a giant cinnamon roll, but your sounds a little more, um, what appropriate (laughs) to the situation. (laughs) Hey, who can say no to cinnamon rolls? I'm just saying. (laughs) That's right. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, so yeah. So that's what that's Easter hilarious. looks like over here. What does it look like um, over there? Well, that's what Easter looks like in my part of the in India. India is huge. What does it look like in your, yeah. uh, you know, in your surrounding? So Easter for us is like, like I said, I think Christmas. I think everybody would agree Christmas ends up being a bigger commercial deal. I yeah. Think Easter has uh, obviously a larger religious significance um and of course we have so normally you go to church um and that's always a big deal you get dressed up like every um every year when you're little a lot of families will get you new clothes for easter like easter sunday you get a new dress or like little boys have to wear those awful like um pale colored oh boy (laughs) like baby blue shorts baby pink like very pastel like right everything's very pastel for easter um and of course we also have the easter do you guys do the easter bunny or anything like that more of the the honestly like the pagan side of all of it um the more commercial side a lot of the cities have gotten into that um like uh They'll do, you know, Easter egg hunt and let's color Easter eggs and all of that. But not it like I live in village India. We don't do Um, any of that. No. Right. Yeah. So when I was young, there was Santa Claus and there was also the Easter Bunny. And so on Easter Sunday, 
um, we, well, the night before Easter Sunday, we would put our baskets out. Like we had each had our own little Easter basket and we would put those out. And then the next morning they would be chock full of candy Woot. and yeah, which so for, and I always remember like Santa Claus made sense to me, but the Easter bunny, I was like, really? I don't know. Like. I, I I didn't buy the Easter Bunny for as long as I bought Santa Claus. And I'm I'm never sure why, like, both seem equally crazy on this side of it. Poor Easter Bunny. But there is... <laughs> I know. Plus, he's just not... He doesn't have elves. He doesn't have reindeer. Like, he doesn't have any of the bells and whistles that, you know, like, Santa Claus has. And there's just not nearly as many Hallmark movies about the Easter Bunny. Like, there's no comparison. So yeah, so we'll do the Easter egg hunt. Normally, you're you've decorated your eggs um, earlier in the week or something like that, and then the adults normally go hide them, and then the children go and find them. And some of them are actual like hard boiled eggs, and some of them are plastic eggs filled with more candy. Of course. In fact, um, on one of the um, articles that I read that I'll put in the show notes from uh, the History Channel says that. Uh, Easter is when the U.S. sells the most candy. It's right behind Halloween. Seriously. Um, as far as how much candy gets sold. Oh, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of candy. And it's all egg-shaped. Wow. Oh, yes. Yeah. So much sugar. Yes. It's real. It is real. Wow. That's awesome. Okay. Um, Cadbury's <laughs> does these um, cream eggs. Have you ever tried those? I don't know if it's American. Uh, yeah. A lot of my friends in the UK are just so into those cream eggs. And yeah. so th- the first time that was introduced to me, I was like, okay, all right, Cadbury, whatever, let's check it out. But oh my God, it was a sh- like, seriously, way too much sugar. <laughs> I'm like, okay, enjoy it. I don't know what y'all are getting all. I don't think it was palm sugar it either. It was a palm sugar girl. I was like, okay, um, I don't know if I'm this excited about this egg cream whatever situation, but whatever keeps y'all people happy, just do it, you know. So, yeah, it and was interesting. And you heard... Um, you heard we were talking about this earlier about how Cadbury got in trouble this year because they took Easter out of their egg hunt name. Um, yeah, Cadbury's Great British Egg Hunt. Seriously. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, again, so this is my thing about it, right? Sometimes I feel that we're just making way bigger a deal about some of these things. Um, again, you know, like we're talking about the whole male man woman thing or male female thing. I, ju- I just yeah. really feel like even with these things, we're just taking it way out of whack. Like everybody just needs to calm down, you know, and just do mm-hmm. what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, unless you really want change, that's fine. But Right. Yeah, we need to stop going in all different directions about it. You know what I mean? Like with Mr. Trump going on about when I become president, it's going to be Merry Christmas again. Okay, then. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I mean you are president. We got to work on your. Uh, we got to work on your Trump impression. Like, yeah, like 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 I like haven't Trump. watched enough Colbert and Jimmy Fallon and Trevor Noah on it but yes you're right I, apparently they're not helping because they're so good yes I gotta work on my Trump <laughs> well and I think um, like you talk about Easter and Christmas both what's interesting to me is that I think it's pretty a common knowledge that both of those holidays are a combination of um, the very religious Uh, Christian aspects of those times of year or when we choose to celebrate those things like obviously Christmas is Christ's birth and then Easter is the crucifixion and resurrection Um, but it's not called like when you take away the name Easter you're not taking away anything inherently religious to me like Easter actually was supposed to come from like I think it's the it's comes from the name of an old pagan goddess of fertility 
Estora or something. I'm probably saying that wrong, but um, like that's where it comes from. So to me, I'm like, if you want to take Easter out of your name, like I don't see how that threatens the religious aspect of the holiday. Right. You know, like I don't need the word. I don't need the word Easter or and I don't need an egg hunt. Yeah. And I don't need. You know, I mean, I want my chocolate bunny. Like, don't get me wrong, mom. Mom, if you're listening, I really love that you still send me a chocolate bunny. Like, I love that. Um, Please send me a chocolate bunny again this year. But, But I don't need any of that to feel like I can celebrate the religious aspect of that time period. You know? Yeah. So I just don't get worked up about it. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. And I think that's probably the healthy place to be at with uh stuff like that you know yeah so uh (laughs) i found an article easter speaking of more easterness easter easter easterness um easterness well and i think this is interesting too because it just shows um how diverse different cultures do different holidays which i love um i always think it's fascinating Um, Because we hold on so tightly to these things like, you know, to Americans, Easter equals eggs and Easter equals chocolate. And it just doesn't that that's not how it translates other parts of the world. So I have this article from the World Post. We'll put the link in the show notes um, about the top five Easter traditions from around the world. Okay, so first from Bermuda. Uh, Bermudans celebrate Good Friday by flying homemade kites. Nice. Eating codfish cakes and hot cross buns. Baby. Um, said to have... <laughs> the tradition is said to have begun when a local teacher from the British Army had difficulty explaining how Christ went to heaven in oh, his Sunday school class. So he nice. made a kite shaped like a cross. Nice. And so that's why they fly kites. I love it. I love it. Um, that I, yes, I would totally fly a kite. Dude, the last time I flew a kite was when I was eight. That's really sad. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think kites are incredibly frustrating. Um, like they're so difficult to actually get going off of the ground but they're beautiful once you do that oh boy yes (laughs) delight Uh, actually this reminds me of something because he said he made it out of the shape of a cross i have seen in the grocery stores this year um chocolate crosses instead of chocolate bunnies and i have to say that i thought that was um going a little overboard I, I I can't exactly express why I don't like it. I just don't like it. Like, it's... my. You know what I'm saying? My response as soon as you said it was, of course you did, America. Of course you did. <laughs> oh, boy. Yup. Yeah. It, no, there's no limits. There's no, no limits. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Next, number two, we have Norway. Go Norwegians. What do you do apart from meatballs? Please totally totally do not include that. That was so inappropriate. But anyways. No, I love like Ikea and the meatballs. I like meatballs. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I almost took it even further. Yeah, but I will. I will restrain myself. No, we can be ourselves oh here. We gosh. just have to restrain um, the edit. So at this time of year, <laughs> at this time of year, many uh, around the country read mystery books Ooh. or watched crime detective series on TV. Um, some go to the mountains for a vacation beginning the Friday before Palm Sunday and ending the Tuesday after Easter Monday. Oh, so they get, like, mega time off. I said, or they just said, whatever, dude, we'll see you the week after. Yeah, like, this all sounds very chill. Like, this doesn't seem very specifically Eastery to me. They're like, oh, it's also a popular time to play Yahtzee. <laughs> Which is what again? I'm like, 
that doesn't Yahtzee is like dude I've never played Yahtzee I just know that you like roll some dice and then you yell Yahtzee you know what I think I want to move to Norway that sounds like a really fun country <laughs> I mean seriously uh, on on the Friday look at check it out I mean I love it right like the the, <laughs> the vacation week starts on Friday and on Friday you're just like listen we'll see you guys next week like we don't know when that is but we'll see you next week Maybe Friday. I don't know. We'll see you. Yeah. Awesome. And then you get to yell Yahtzee for a whole week. Who doesn't want to do that? Exactly. Bring it. I do. I Me Just too. Yahtzee. Yes. Yahtzee. And then eat some meatballs and play some more Yahtzee. Yeah, totally. And then go skiing and then play Yahtzee. Yep. Oh. And we take, love you, Norway. We love you. We're moving to Norway. I mean, I'm looking at immigration to Norway as we talk (laughs) anyways all right okay Anna used to think about immigrating to the United States but now now she's changed her tune to Norway the United States of not happening yeah (laughs) okay so number three is Europe which is way too vague like come on (laughs) Europe Whoever wrote this, like, seriously, just Europe? Okay, (laughs) all of Europe. In parts of northwestern Europe, large bonfires called Easter fires are lit on Easter Sunday and Monday. And while there are various explanations for why they do this, the most common is that Easter is a time when spring becomes victorious over winter and the fires chase the darkness of winter away. Um... Today, though, basically, you get to have a big bonfire, and there is, quote, heavy consumption of gin, <laughs> lager, and snacks. Nice. See, this is why I'm telling you, we're only going to win by moving to Norway, because then we get to go to Europe, which I'm thinking Norway is a part of, and do all of that. Yep. <laughs> Norway is indeed in Europe. So not only are they playing Yahtzee, they're also going out to these bonfires and drinking gin. And actually, that makes a lot of sense to me that you would start yelling Yahtzee while you're playing, while you're drinking gin. Yeah. Like, those two seem to go together really well to me, actually. Maybe the person who wrote the article had just finished a heavy consumption of gin and lager, and that's why they were confused. (laughs) Okay, number four, Sweden. Yes! Uh, so in Sw- yes, the Swedes. Yes. Um, in Sweden, Easter is mainly a secular holiday. Yeah, They're very Lutheran. Okay. Um, and they celebrate that with meals of eggs, herring. Oh no. Um, and Jansen's temptation, which, if you want to know what that is, <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you don't know what Jansen's temptation I is, do not. It is Educate potato. Me onion and pickled sardines baked in cream right i just think i'm gonna stay in norway for the food <laughs> <laughs> or or europe or wherever that, that is, is that is very that is very tempting that is the most tempting thing i've i mean why would i give up my you know like i Easter should give bunny. up my chocolate bunnies for some of jansen's temptation with pickled sardines well acquired taste is all i gotta say (laughs) maybe it's great we're just we're just we're just thinking about it from our context and we're like oh my gosh but maybe once we get there we'll be like oh my god i can't get enough of jansen's temptation (laughs) (laughs) right maybe once you're out out there and like the in the countryside and you're around all these Swedish people you're like nothing sounds better right now than some pickled sardines no I think when when, I I think when you're at heavy consumption of gin and lager you're like sure (laughs) Jansen's temptation it is (laughs) that's so true (laughs) (laughs) just saying Yahtzee! Yahtzee, exactly. You see what I'm telling you. (laughs) Norway, you can never go wrong. Let's do this. Also, remind me to, uh, when we talk about uh, wrapping up, I have a 
world event to talk about uh, Sweden. So we, we should, oh, we should quickly talk about that before we wrap oh, okay. up. But okay. All right. Haiti. Um, so last, Haiti. Uh, in Haiti, Holy Week is marked by colorful parades and traditional uh, rah-rah music, I believe is how you say that, played on bamboo trumpets, maracas, drums, Ooh. and coffee cans. Nice. Uh, the holiday is a mixture of Catholic and voodoo traditions. Um, voodoo believers make an annual pilgrimage to the village of Souvenance, I believe is how you say that. I'm so sorry. I'm probably saying these wrong. It's a proper noun. Um, I think you're okay. And, um, and they actually have a picture on this article you should check out where they have some people that are holding goat parts. Nice. Like, uh, and they're offering them as offerings to the spirits mm. during a ceremony in that town. Nice. Um, so that's really fascinating to me that you can combine Catholicism and voodooism, which are like, to, to, in my mind, one of the most opposite yeah. Yeah, religions in the world. Yeah. Very. And I'm really curious about that. So a little different than the uh, pickled sardines, but, you know, only, yeah. only marginally. Marginally. But hey, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, I think the key thing there is, again, the heavy consumption of yeah, gin and lager. <laughs> well, and you know, what's funny is I think, too, like, because Catholics are ending their Lent, right? Yeah. So people uh, probably are starting to drink again. Yes. Um, although I saw somewhere that, like, the Irish because uh, St. Patrick's Day is in the middle of Lent, that, like, the Irish Catholics tend to, like, take the day off for Mm -hmm. St. Patrick's Day of Lent so that they can do whatever they want, and then they just start back up again the next day. That is so sad. But is that that the case every year? (laughs) I don't think so, because I don't think it always falls... I don't think St. Patrick's Day always falls during Lent, because that would be um, hilarious um, for the poor Irish Irish. Catholics. But... um, (laughs) I think specifically this year it fell during yeah. Lent. And so they there was this, I saw several chats about, you know, is it okay to break Lent um, for, for St. Patrick's Day? Yeah. Um, to me, the funniest yeah. part always is, you know, you go through this 40 days of fasting and preparation. And I don't mean this, you know, uh, so I'm, I'm I'm not making a blanket statement. This is what everybody does. But, you know, in especially the younger crowd, right? You see them go through this, oh, my God, I got to do these 40 days. And then, you know, mm-hmm. on Easter Sunday, it's like, woohoo, party. And it's like every bottle of alcohol yeah. ever comes out. And I'm like, I think you just defeated the whole purpose <laughs> of the situation. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yahtzee. Yahtzee, that's right. So, anyway. Yeah. yeah. I agree yeah. with you. I think it's a it's a very... And then I feel like so many people use Lent as like, oh, I'm going to lose weight, so I'm going to, like, cut out sugar and carbs and all this stuff, and that's my... It's like, dude, like, don't put that on Jesus. Thank you. Like, as your religious thing, you know, yeah, like... that's all you. Um, <laughs> Do your diet on your own. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's all you. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yes, we gotta oh. we gotta talk about accountability one of these days. But yes. Yes, I think that's I think that's on the docket yes. for sure. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah yeah. All right, so tell us about your current event in Sweden. I'm I'm very interested. Yes, I do indeed have something to share about Sweden. So, um, apparently, and this was in the last five hours. Um, did you know that there was actually a truck terror attack? No, I know. Okay, so we should sweet. probably clarify that we're we're recording this on what day is it? It is, this is the almost 8th. Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Saturday where I am, um, the eighth, seventh where you are. Um, so this technically happened on the seventh uh, of April, twenty seventeen, um, and this is the first time. So Sweden is actually shut down right now. Like they're they've shut the whole city down. Oh my gosh. Uh, of Stockholm, uh, Stockholm down. Um, so a truck drove into a crowd and crashed into a department store 
and so far three people oh have died and eight wounded and they've literally shut down or they've cordoned off the area uh evacuated the train station uh, everything like literally everything is on standstill at the moment uh till they figure out um what the heck is going to happen because this comes so close to what just happened in london a couple weeks ago yeah yeah so yeah. yeah so it's um it's an interesting time yeah i and i feel like this whole thing of i mean i know that there's obviously been car bombs around for a long yeah. time um but i feel like this whole thing of just using a vehicle as a weapon in and of itself yeah is such uh like is that new or am i just uh you know like catching on to the terrorism trend you know like yeah and it makes sense because it'd be so difficult to stop you know like you can put in security measures in a lot of ways for airports and all these things but it's very difficult to monitor all of the vehicles right driving around you know yes absolutely um because you just don't know you just don't know like even if you take a look at the uh london event uh that the 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 guy in question who drove uh his uh vehicle towards people and in that situation i mean yes he had a record in the past but it's just you know it was such a like if you even take a look at uh his story it was such a you know it evolved over a certain period of time and it's so difficult to keep an account of oh is this related to that or you know what is this related to and where is it coming from so um yeah so that's kind of what's going on there which is really sad and um very sad yeah sorry that wasn't a fun definitely thinking about you sweden yes definitely there's not you know like there's not a lot how many fun current events are actually out there right now you know no kidding no kidding. Yeah. It's just we're we live we're we're truly living in interesting times. I sometimes really feel Yeah. Um, yeah. I sometimes really feel that that uh, that is that is what it is. That is what the world is coming to, which is why I truly believe in fine middle ground. You know what I mean? And I think the more that we can get that message out, which is to find middle ground, um, I think it's beneficial. I think it's beneficial to people to kind of introspect yes. and really think about, you know, where are you right now? You know, yeah. Um, you know, the, yeah. the Bible says that God hates all extremes. And I think that's sometimes a really good, um, you know, thing to kind of think about and say, wow, you know, that's, uh, that's a really interesting question to ask about even just our lives. You know what I mean? Because, um, you know, each of us have our own stories and each of us come from settings where there's excess of mm-hmm. certain things. But do we know where our middle ground is? And are we able to enjoy our lives right. in the present in balance? Yeah. Uh, or are we you know, off on one end, whether it's with an addiction or whether it's with hatred or whether it's with issues that we don't, don't want to deal with, you know, what is it? Does that make sense? Yeah. And I, I feel like, um, just my own opinion is like when you talk about being unbalanced or going too far one way or the other, uh, first of all, I'm always sensitive to the fact that I'm like people that I see as being extreme, uh, don't see themselves as extreme. At least very rarely do they see that that themselves as extreme. Yeah. Um but also, well, and I think with it I think an addiction is a little different. I think people who are addicted normally can recognize that that they are. Um sometimes not, but a lot of times you realize you're addicted. Yeah. Um but I always am like I feel like it's a control thing. I feel like imbalance normally comes from a feeling of being out of control and needing to to find control again to take control back yeah and because I feel like 
even when you talk about what we were talking about earlier with people being upset over Cadbury taking Easter out of the out of their egg hunt name, I think that comes from a fear of losing um, what a lot of people value as, you know, like the religious part of, in that case, the British culture, you know, and they're like, no, you know, like this has to be a part of British culture. Right. And um, I guess to me, it's like, yeah, I think it's, it's good to have, um, it's good to be very aware and diligent with what you see going on around you in your own culture and in your own society. Um, but don't let the need for control get the best of you. Yes. Because you're never going to be able to control everyone around you. Yes. Yeah, at all. In fact, I think you will spend most yeah. of your time investing that energy into trying to control everything. Um, and most often than not times, you're going to find yourself uh, very stressed out at the end of that uh, and not being able to enjoy, uh, yeah. you know, uh, the journey, your journey, whether it's, you know, to go on vacation or planning that or, you know, make a meal mm-hmm. uh, or meet with friends. Yeah. I mean, you know, whatever it is, sometimes I just feel um, and, you know, it's it's a place that you need to bring yourself to intentionally, I feel, because, um, you know, a lot of times people talk about, like, for instance, Ellen on her show always at the end of the show, she always says, you know, be kind to one another. Uh, and sometimes I feel, mm-hmm. yes, be kind to one another. But I think the most important thing that uh, we need to embrace is to be kind to yourself first. Because, uh, you know, mm. sometimes uh, we're just so hard uh, on ourselves. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm way meaner to me, to myself, than I would ever be to Truth. most people in my life. Yes. You know? Yes. The the things that I say to myself about what I'm doing or how I'm yes. doing in life is way harsher than, and, and when I see other people struggling with the same things that I struggle with, I'm like, oh, well, but it's, you're, you're such a wonderful person. You're beautiful. Like, you know, like you, you should be who you are, but I have such a hard time saying that to myself. Very self-critical. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think we should. I think yeah. we should uh, we should podcast about that uh, things we tell ourselves yeah. or I don't know something to that effect. What do you guys think? Would you like to hear about Absolutely. that? Absolutely. You know, let us know. Yes. Yeah. Tell us. Talk to us. Actually, if that brings us to another point, if you would like to talk to us for some reason, we are opening ourselves up to letting you talk yeah. to us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that might be a mistake, huh? No, I think it would be awesome. <laughs> Look at me all like, um, yes, like people, to- bring it on. Are you kidding me? <laughs> of course I want people. Yeah, you're like that today. Yes. And then tomorrow you'll be like, oh, who are these crazy people? I don't want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, call me later. That's me. <laughs> I know. Oh. Yes, but yeah, for the most part, I think, yes, ask us questions. I love it. I love ask us questions i love to be challenged so yes bring it on yeah ask us questions let us know what you thought about what we talked about today um and also we'd love to hear if you have something that you would like us to talk about or to research or investigate um having to do with like cultural things or current events or anything of that nature you can email us at cultural anomaly 1717 at gmail.com so that's cultural anomaly 17 at gmail.com uh if you have to google how to smell anomaly you are not alone smell (laughs) smell anomaly or spell anomaly (laughs) spell i I totally heard you say (laughs) if you need to learn how to smell anomaly i'm like what Anyway, it's all good. I'm done. Anomalies smell of flowers and um, gin and Yahtzee. (laughs) Yes, Yes. we do. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) It's exactly what we smell like, just in case y'all were wondering. (laughs) 
Uh, we will have the links to everything we talked about today. If we talked about a specific article, we will have those in the show notes. So those uh, Easter traditions from the different countries and Europe that we yep. talked about. Yahtzee! Um The... <laughs> the New York Times article about uh, the Cadbury uh, Easter egg hunt scandal. We will have that link. And then we will have the link to the recipe that Anna is using to make her cake. Her Is it, yes. is it pronounced Both? B-A-A-T? I'm going to say it's Both no, cake. Awesome. I could be really cake. wrong. I should know this, but apparently I don't. So, yes, we're going to say it's <laughs> Both cake for right now. Both cake, which... I opened up that link and I've been like honestly drooling over the Doesn't it look of amazing? It the entire time we've been yes. talking, just fantasizing yes. about eating one. Oh, it looks so good. Go out, get yourself some butt. So, yeah, all of that will be in the show notes. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Oh. It was wonderful hanging out, and I hope you guys had a good time listening to us uh, today. We will be back with more um shortly very shortly um and i just want to leave you with this uh little quote which i uh read for the first time today and i'm really 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 loving it uh, it so this is what mm. this is what it says it says where there's kindness there is goodness and where there is goodness there is magic so go create mm. your magic oh, love that Yay. oh my gosh all I'm right. So inspired. Yes. Anywho. Love it. Okay. All right. Peace. And we'll see you soon. Catch you guys on the flip side. That's right. Exactly. Peace out. Bye. Yay! We did it. That was good. All right. I'll click stop recording.